Brainstorming and pitching ideas is the funnest part of the creative process. We decided to skip the boring part of actually making stuff and just do the fun part. I'm your host, Tom Walma. I'm Tom Steinman. Thank you for having me. And I'm comedian Justin Sakarica. And this is Creativity Wasted. Let me take you back to third grade when you were writing in your notebook, right? And you wrote the word school. But how did you write the word school? S-K-O-O-L. School. And we're going to take you back to school. I'm going to revolutionize school. We're going to create school, S-K-O-O-L, and that is going to be a decentralized smart contract school. So everything will basically be a token economy. Remember the third grade when class did good? You get some more marbles into the, the, the jar until it filled and you got a pizza party. Well, we're going to do all sorts of things like that, but school can be divided up. Also, teachers will be incentivized based on who wants to go to their classes and how useful they are, you know, because basically a school gets uh, so much money per student or whatever. So give that money to the student. They don't get to keep it necessarily, but they can invest into what teachers they want or what programs they want. And there could be even, again, a smart contracts made. So when you accomplish something, maybe you get incentivized, you get some more money to unlock. Uh, there could be a whole different uh, sub economies. So for the sports, if you're athletic and you're good, you should be incentivized to be good and you could buy more apparel or whatever it may be that you would want or an artist token, right? Uh, they could create NFTs and make money and stuff. Let's actually get these kids like working on things that are like important, like how do an, an economy works and Let's take all the middlemen out. Sorry, I'm, I'm maybe a lot of principals might not want to hear this, but if we wrote the smart contracts, you could probably just get rid of the administration of all this, right? Because it's already like once you write all the rules and it's just it's all computer algorithm based. There'd still be like a building where kids can go and like bring a Chromebook and see teachers and stuff like that. It would just be a little bit more open source, I guess. So all of your test results are stored forever on the blockchain? Yeah. I mean, something like this is kind of going on. I'm obviously, I'm, I'm trying to make it more centralized and like Americanized, but like if you know what Cardano is, so that's kind of their idea a little bit is they're uh, in Africa and trying to create smart contracts and help the educational system and stuff like that because there's so much like fraud and stuff like that's kind of happening. So putting everything on the blockchain, basically. I had an idea on the podcast called Teach or Die. It's like funny or die, like where all the multimedia teaching lessons compete against each other. Yeah. And like the best one is used in the future to teach more students. Yeah. So it's like a competition between teaching materials. Yeah. That was my idea to make it better. You could keep track of that on your blockchain, I suppose. Yeah. Like how many views or people liked your stuff or whatever. So you're incentivized by that. But like, that's good. But you also want to make sure you have a community. And I think teachers or mentors are important, right? So, like, I don't know, maybe we should start changing the name to, like, instead of a team, but like a mentor, somebody you could go to, get assistance with, or guidance and stuff like that that you can look up to who has past experience that can help guide you. But, like, yeah, why not just go to the best source to get that information that you want to learn? If you called somebody Fatty McFatty Pants when you were six, um, <laughs> Your employer will be able to see that on your blockchain. That could be possible, right? You could have an actual permanent file. And again, right, if you do that, maybe there's already in the smart contract. Like, you wouldn't even go to the principal. It's already determined what your penalty is. Oh, I'd be is. screwed. I'd be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you were a bully, Justin? No, I wasn't a bully, but I, I definitely had a mouth on me. 
<laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah, I would definitely not. Uh, I would be on the lower end of the social credit score right now. That's for sure. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Tom. You said everybody would be incentivized to do well. Now, would the teachers also get something if they had like a certain percentage of the students, you know, um, getting A's in the class? Or would the students also be penalized if they were having poor grades? Uh, I don't think there would be penalized. I don't think you should penalize bad behavior necessarily. I think you should more focus on the positive person, I guess. But like maybe this is all determined by the investors or the stakeholders. So each city could have their own decentralized type of program. Because like maybe you're working in a Spanish speaking community and that's like important, right? Like that's going to be part of your curriculum, maybe a little bit more than another school. Gotcha. Now, I do like your idea, but I, I, I have to admit I'm a little bit nervous about it because I have a real life experience that was similar to this. And I ended up getting burned in sixth grade. We had something that was called the accelerated reader program where you would read a book, take a test on it. And if you did well, you got points. And at the end of the year, you could use those points to get like prizes and stuff. Right. Well, I had the most points of anybody in the school, but then at the last minute, they said that sixth graders were eligible. And I wasted all that time reading. Wait, how can you say? Hold on, first of all, how can you say you wasted all that time reading? <laughs> like, I didn't want to read those dumb books. <laughs> I wanted to be outside. It, yeah, but I mean, that's the reward in itself. Actually, is being getting the skills. But did that experience like alter your like view on education, kind of a little bit, maybe? Oh, I was pissed because I mean, like, <laughs> there were times when my friends were like, "Hey." You know, we're, we're going to go play hide and seek, or we're going to go outside and play hockey. I'm like, no, I got to read books to get points to buy that Huffy. And then they said, no, it's not fair that the sixth graders can read at a higher level than the kindergartners. And they said, no points for you. I was pissed. I didn't read even, for like five years. The smart contracts would not have even allowed that to happen. And you would maybe have a good positive view because you would have gotten it. Yeah, but you have to make sure that whoever makes the contract, that they couldn't somehow back or screw over the students. For sure. No, there's always fraud in education, right? I mean, how many people cheat yeah. the whole system anyways and stuff? It's kind of, I mean, what do you think, like, colleges, I feel like, these places that, you know, Harvard and Yale, like, yeah, sure, some smart people go there, but a lot of just, like, rich, well-connected people go there and their kids go there, and then they just get nice, cushy jobs or internships at this bank or this hedge fund or whatever and stuff. So, like, let's try to, like, let's... Let's put it all on the blockchain. If you're talented and you're worth it, like, show it. Let's put it out there. But uh, you, you, I do worry about, like, people trying to cheat the system. There's always going to be people that try yeah. to do that. So. Because I was cheated, and I still to this day am bitter. And I still remember when Miss Wagner told me, hey, Justin, I'm sorry. You wasted your time all year. Have fun in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. So you said earlier that um... – you were competing with a bunch of kindergartners? <laughs> I mean, hey, it don't matter. If they want to step into the ring with, with the big boys, <laughs> a.k.a. the sixth graders, bring it. <laughs> so you're like the book equivalent of the adult that goes into the karate class and beats Absolutely. up on the little kids. Absolutely. <laughs> you weren't the only sixth grader, right? I mean, there's a school full of sixth graders. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, all the other sixth graders were, of course, upset. But I had the most points. Yeah, meant I could have got the most stuff. I did yeah. all that hard work for nothing. And they said, oh, sorry. You know, it's like they should have put that rule into place in the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah, or something. Or have your own subcategory or split up the prizes 
I've never endorsed the burning of books, but if one of you were to set fire to the library, it would have been somewhat justified after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe that's what happened to the Library of Alexandria or something. Like, it, it wasn't it, the it, war. It had to be one of my one of my ancestors. And that, <laughs> that, same, that same anger just, like, went down from generation to generation. But, yeah, so, um, anyway, with the incentive program that you're talking about, Tom, the students would kind of get to pick what instead of they got correct yeah i mean there's so much that I mean, this would take a lot to like actually encompass right and like create yeah. and uh again like maybe you have percentages like divided up of stakeholdership and so uh parents of the community would be a certain amount of percent maybe then the students get a certain amount of percent and there's voting and they're you know deciding on like what is important you know because like Honestly, like if there was a vote on like, we need to learn calculus or like some of this harder, like algebra two stuff, or what if we actually like went into the community and built houses or something, you know what I'm saying? Like help the community, but actually taught skills at the same time and incentivize that rather than like practical skills. Yeah. Like actual, like stuff that you're going to use in real life. Yeah. Or like. like helping the community maybe there's like a, a token that's like uh you know helping the community so maybe you know old man johnson who's 80 years old needs help with groceries or something like that and you go there and it's dot you know somehow dot you know just yeah. i mean i don't know, there's different things you can do uh rather than i feel like what education is focused on right now or what matters is just like and like do these tests really matter like the act like one test does that really determine like how smart you are and again applicable into the real world like none of that stuff i remember at least when i took the act like what did that matter (laughs) yeah well no no yeah i agree it's like what you could do as well is instead of teaching cursive which nobody fucking uses learn how to sign your name that's it and then like take that time to like learn how to do very basic maintenance around the house so then you could, like you said, help old man Johnson when he breaks his hip or just help yourself around the house. Yeah, because that's actually, yeah, not taught anymore, right? That home, what is that, home economics or something like that? Yeah. Type of class. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah, I took home ec in, uh, in high school. Yeah, same here. Uh, they don't have that anymore. Yeah, it was great because every Friday we ate something. <laughs> I guess if you have some sort of tokenized, like, voting system, maybe that would help lead to more popular classes that are more useful but it could also lead to stupid classes like rap classes or five phys ed classes in a row or like kids voting for stupid shit that isn't helpful for real that's a good point that's a good point so again i think parents wouldn't maybe allow that to happen that's why maybe they would get like a higher percent like they would have a little bit more guidance but i also like i do feel like kids should have a say somewhat because they probably see the future a little bit differently and they're living in a different world that we're li- we lived in when we were in school. You know, it's just hard. Like it's just different generations and stuff like that. So I do think it'd be important to like give them some stake ownership. Yeah. And it, if that's the way the world's going too, is crypto and blockchain and stuff. Yeah. If they've been using it since they were six, they'll be adapted to the world. So I'm just more for like a little bit transparency, I guess. Uh, but I am, like, worried about, like, Black Mirror stuff happening, I guess, with, like, social credit and stuff like that, you know? Because 
some people do just have trauma and bad experiences and just need help and guidance. And we don't want to like leave people behind because of whatever may have happened to them as a child or something like that. Right. We yeah. Make I, sure. I think social credit is one of the worst ideas imaginable, honestly. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I do want to incentivize not social credit, but just like self exploration into the right direction and not wasting time and allow people to make, the, let them make the wrong choice. Sometimes if they want to focus on sports, what if they're a top athlete, right? Like, True. Shouldn't they have the opportunity to like focus and build like I mean there's a market for that. Those are jobs out there and stuff like that. Yeah, you you basically want people who have like a skill or like a love they have that they're good at early on start guiding them down that path at an early age. And like you said, you incentivize them so it encourages them to improve upon whatever skill or talent they have. Or passion, right? Whatever they're passionate if they're yeah. passionate about something. Artists, right? Like why are we not incentivizing artists to be artists and stuff like that? Like doctors, we need doctors, right? They're super important. Why do they have to go into like a ton of debt? Shouldn't we be paying people to incentivize them to become doctors? Like why? I don't understand why they would have to go into like hundreds of grand of debt. Like that seems like a broken system to me. Yep. I totally agree. So like video games are now like paying people to play it and stuff, right? Like there's people in other countries that are playing this game called Axie Infinity and they're able to make actually like more money than they were working and stuff like that. It's starting to get like we are the product and the consumer, right? So I think we should be getting incentivized to do what like when you incentivize people to do well, like isn't that how, how you become a better community and then a better country when people are learning their passions and enjoying what they're doing and be hopefully growing in that way? An incentive system could be uh, because some video game systems are streaming. There's that NVIDIA Shield, and then there was the failed Google One, whatever that was called, um, Stadia. But if it's a streaming video game service, because you don't own the game, you're streaming the game, you could tie it to your school credits, so you literally can't play the game unless you've got the credits. Yeah. Parents wouldn't have to hide the console or take it away and put it in a box somewhere where the kid can't get it. You could literally, like, the teacher could ground the kid from playing the video game or grant him access to a video yeah. game. Yeah, it could be raid contracts, so he's got to earn it, right, base type of thing. Like, okay, you got to do this, and then now it's open, or you've earned this many tokens to play this long or something like that, right? Because that's, like, an issue, like, getting kids to stay focused and doing the work, you know, because they want to play video games or Pokemon or something, right? Like, it's on the back of their mind. That's what's fun. That's what they want to do. Like, we've made it very difficult for young kids these days, I feel like, to keep their attention because there is so much technology and access to stuff. Another thing that'll be cool, because there's Uber and self-driving cars in the future, like one of the coolest things ever was being able to like leave school early. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like how much time was wasted? Like, because many teachers have to teach to the middle of the class, right? If you have 30 kids, you have to be a very well experienced teacher to like have individual based curriculum for every kid based on their talents. So usually you have to teach in the middle. You're teaching so many subjects. And so... Uh, usually the middle kids are usually pretty good. It's a good, a good amount of content at the right pace. The kids below, it's a little maybe too difficult, but the kids ahead, it's too easy. And how many of those kids have wasted time just like sitting there or doodling or doing something else because they're waiting on like other kids, like move on. Or they could get a reward. They could take off fifth and sixth period and take a self-driving car home, <laughs> yeah. play hooky, but like allowed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hang out in the mall if that's what kids do. 
when I was in high school, we had something called quality time. And it was every Wednesday, you started school two hours later, and the classes had shorter times. But that extra time in the morning was meant to do like homework and projects, but everybody abused it and just (laughs) dicked around or slept in. So it got canceled. Oh, yeah. Kids, uh, they're lazy, right? I think it's just natural. So that's kind of why they need somebody. There needs to be some type of structure, too. That's why I would like them to go to a place and there should be some type of adult guidance that can kind of keep on them. You know, like, hey, keep on because. You know, yeah, they're just lazy or I don't know if it's lazy. They just get distracted. There's just other things they want to do. And then your brain's fogged down from too many decisions and too much technology, you know, screen time and all that stuff that, you know, and it's all that endorphins and probably, you know, that you've released. Like, who wants to go do work after all that? Yeah, but that laziness can be a carrot. Like, you don't want to sit in school for fifth and sixth period. Yeah. Do well on your test so you can go take a nap. Yeah. (laughs) Or play an extra two hours of video games, whatever. That would have definitely, like, yeah, incentivized me, like, the, you know, because I, I would procrastinate. Like, if I knew I had time, what's the point of rushing? Because I'll just get it done last minute anyways or whatever. And I got good grades and everything, but I just, like, I waited to the last minute to complete it because I, I just would hang out at school, talk to kids and stuff like that. But if I knew, I, if I got the work done and we could go out and hang out, go play soccer or go eat at McDonald's or something like that or whatever, instead of being there, like, definitely would have been, like, and I feel like a lot of kids would have done, like, got their work done. Like, if they do that, yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be the biggest reward you could offer. <laughs> I mean, some stupid uh, prize at the end of the year if you're the best student. Mm-hmm. That's not going to motivate you as much as one day of getting off early. Oh, no. Like, so, like, there could be many prizes. Like, so, again, that would be voted on, like, you know, what are the incentives? Because, like, some kids want to go work, right? Maybe they want to leave and they, so they can get a job or whatever. So if they know, like. If they get the work done by this certain time, they could go make some money too, or something like that. But uh, yeah, not just at the end. Like there's there would be di- you know maybe you want to go to a pep rally, or if you want to go free entrance to a fl- like all these things could be like in the used spent in the community or things you know apparel. Maybe you want your school apparel or something like that. Uh, whatever. Open gyms. Yeah. Whatever. In the schools, why don't they have that? If you have extra time, you can go work out. Yeah. We've actually been doing that at the school I work at. We've been doing that a little bit during the summertime. There's been like a lot of hours open and stuff. But yeah, stuff like that. Just, you know, the community just like, okay, this is important. Everyone invest maybe this much money and we could hire somebody, right? And everything again is like open source and can be seen on the blockchain. So if anyone wants to ever investigate. Yeah, um, I like it. Because I, I do always concern about fraud. I mean, you always see it. Like there's so much fraud and cheating on testing. You You hear about this or that. And I mean, you heard about the famous people, what the the, the lady from uh, Full House or whatever, right? Like, yeah. that's just so common. Come on, you think that they're the only ones that are doing that? Any quick shows or anything you want to plug? I'll be performing August fourteenth at Wholehearted Winery uh, on a benefit show. August twenty first, I've got my first show back at Liberty Street Brewing Company. August twenty eighth, I have my show at the Rusted Crow, and then October second, the big show at the Village Theater at Cherry Hill. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening.